You're listening to The Jay Barker Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. More important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in? You're tired or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult if you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992, winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy, voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers, also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history, 35-2-1, member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Hello and welcome to the Jay Parker Show. It's Matt Coulter, Jay, Lars, Chris Walsh is with us. Uh, Alex Bauman, if you are uh, streaming, is the, the young, the real young gentleman to my right. Uh, he will be frequenting this show often as well. A lot of different ways to go. First of all, in Birmingham, Alabama, it is overcast and it is as pretty a day as I've ever seen uh, because it's only like 77 degrees, which is 20 degrees less than it was just a couple of weeks ago. As we head on the 4th of July weekend, lot of topics to get to but first of all is i am trying to uh, act like some kind of rodeo guy and herd everybody in uh because everybody's on assignment um we're gonna start with the leader of our show he's the leader of the band uh jay there's no better way to do this even in radio with all our technology jay do you copy jay okay Lars Anderson is on book assignment. Jay, uh, Lars, do you copy? I do. Yes. Okay, well, and, one, uh, one out of two. A lot of feedback. Uh, you guys can hear that in Tuscaloosa. 
But um, yeah, out uh, trying to figure out uh, next book project and uh, things are going really well. And uh, certainly miss everybody in Birmingham. Still getting a lot of feedback. Exclusive. Okay. Uh, I believe Chris Walsh is with us, and uh, he will be joining us throughout the show. And let's see if we can dial in Chris Walsh from Bama Central. Hey, Chris, it's Matt. How are you? Hey, I'm doing okay. I, I hope everybody else is, is doing well, and, and I'm with you. It, uh, it, it feels really nice, and I wanted to say it like this. Please, 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 Mother Nature. It'd be nice to have this through the 4th of July. Do you have big plans for the 4th, Chris? Uh, you know what? I've had so many, so many crazy things going on in my life lately. My wife was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want to do, I want to do nothing. I, I want us to be low key and, um, let, let's take it easy. And, uh, you know, uh, the neighbor shoot, will shoot out fireworks and the dog will go crazy. And that, uh, that's a headache enough that I have to deal with over the weekend. But, um, I, I want, I want nothing. I'll put it that way. Will you make an effort to go see a fireworks show, Chris? No. Uh. <laughs> I, I have a I have a four year old and a one year old, and I just just trust me. It's they don't deal well with loud noises. Uh, what we'll probably do is uh, set something up upstairs where they can watch some fireworks from a distance, and and um, that'll be good enough for us this year, I think. Jay Barker is now with us via Streamyard. Um, Jay, what do you got plans? Fireworks and all for the Fourth of July weekend? Yeah, we're gonna end it on the lake the day after because it's too crowded the day of. <laughs> so we're gonna go down the fifth through the tenth, and uh, but I'll still be on the show and stuff. I'll be doing doing it from uh, remote uh, here on Streamyard, and I'll remember to unmute myself before I come on as I did not before. But um, I see Lars out on assignment as well. It's great to have Chris back on with us. No, he's been out. The last couple of weeks with uh, a lot of stuff going on in his life, and uh, we're gr- great to have him back. I want to remind everybody we're presented by Top Golf of Birmingham. You got the Top Golf, you absolutely love it. The bowling of this generation, and uh, more importantly, for family, friends, and coworkers, you'll love the time you have out there. The food, the, the, uh, the drinks, all the fun. You'll have a blast at Top Golf of Birmingham. We're also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks there at Sunny King Ford. All right, uh, I know we want to play, and, and you brought this up earlier, uh, Matt, uh, the Ode to Terry. And uh, I don't know if people have seen it on AL.com and other sites have listed it as well, but uh, I thought it really put together so nicely. And I know you wanted to try to set that up. We may not play it this segment, we may end up playing it in the next seg- segment or beyond, but um, I, I just wanted to start the show by saying yeah, whoever put that together, I thought they did a really good job. Well, somebody AL.com that has uh, a lot of creativity some tremendous editing skills, and I'm talking about video and audio. Uh, that's a really nice piece of work. And in the interest of time, because it is, it's, it's not like Inagata Vita, okay? Uh, how many people are going to get that reference? Um, but it, it's, it's lengthy, so let's just kind of set this thing up, and then we'll play it in our next segment. Uh, and I promise you it is well worth uh, keeping your radio and your stream exactly where it is. Uh, Lars, as long as we're doing the fireworks thing, do you make an effort? I mean, you've got kids too. Probably, are, are they age where they enjoy them, or do they scare the poop out of them? They are just emerging from being scared to absolutely wanting to do everything, and uh, and so uh, yeah, they're 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 going to enjoy it. Uh, my girls had a uh, a uh, my five year old twins had a uh, parade today at uh, their daycare, uh, Independence Day parade, and 
boy. They uh, they were dressed up. They were red, white, and blue, all American, all the way. And the thing is, like they they they're starting to become sassy, right? And and, and Jay, you, I, I think you can relate, and, and Matt, you can too. You you have a daughter. It's like for the first time, I'm realizing, oh no, oh no. I'm going to have my hands full when I'm when they are about 15, 16 years old. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, it's, and it's then, fun. Lars, I mean, you're and, familiar with this now. The, the bless your heart from the South. You know what that is. <laughs> yes. It's totally different than the, the actual verbiage of it. Jay, I interrupted. What were you going to say? No, I was just gonna say, yeah. I mean, and you asked about fireworks. I never got to that point of it, but I love fireworks. I love going out and watch. I, I like watching it from whether it be Red Mountain or whether it be down on the lake or at, at uh, outside my house or at friends' houses, or whatever else. I, I enjoy it. I really do. I, I've always uh, gone out, and, and I tell you, the guy that absolutely loves it, Tony Curry. I mean, he, he goes to TNT and buys, and I think he's uh, normally one of their sponsor guys that does stuff for them, and he'll have a huge collection of fireworks and really puts a lot of effort into it but um yeah fun times and you know you, i remember one year i bought some that were like i mean top grade and we were blowing them off right there in crestline and the police came <laughs> they're like you can't do those style of uh fireworks uh in in this small of an area whatever but um i'd say the, the neighbors really enjoyed it for that that one year it was really fun um a lot of municipalities now limit you to sparklers and sparklers no 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 i gotta have no. something that goes 50 feet into the air that, that's what i want and i'll go and watch several on the same night if you can space them out as far as time is concerned um we do have other things to talk about uh than fireworks and i'm gonna ask chris because uh, he's been in this business a long time i'll throw it to you uh without knowledge if you were gonna lead what would be your lead story what is you get to decide what's our lead story today other than maybe the the Chris Terry, uh, the the Miss Terry video that we're going to play in a moment. What's big on your list? Well, on Bama Central, we've got a uh, feature on Bo Scarborough, who is playing for the USFL Championship this weekend. So I think that's a, a that's a pretty good place to start, uh, start. You know, I'm disappointed that after the whole season was, you know, in in, in Birmingham that the that they're, uh, I, they're I think they're in Canton. If I remember right, for the for the yeah. the end of the season, that's that's disappointing. But uh, that's big, and also on the Alabama front, uh, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. Alabama's next class is coming together very quickly, and really by next Tuesday, it might be half full already. Which I mean, just a, f- a couple days ago or a few days ago, it was just you know a couple of guys kind of thing. So the uh, that's filling up very quickly. I, I would say that that's obviously huge. And, you know, SEC Media Days is only a couple of weeks away, which is remarkable. And, and, and Matt, I'll say right now on it, would, it has Twitter a buzz is a video of an assistant coach at uh, Texas A and M talking to recruits in the stadium, and he's pointing up to the sky boxes, and he says, "Quote, y'all getting a lot of money from the people behind these suites if you decide to come play here." So, is that an inducement? Uh, is that uh, crossing the line where a, a coach is literally talking about money uh, in, uh, in during a recruiting trip? I don't know, but it, it certainly is not a good look for Jimbo Fisher 
And I think Jimbo is going to have to address it uh, sometime soon because it, it runs contrary to kind of everything that he uh, said earlier about, you know, when Nick Saban accused him of um, basically paying his players, uh, paying this recruiting class. And uh, on, on a very slow news day, slow sports day, this thing is absolutely just going to catch fire on social media. And it has. It's viral everywhere, particularly in the South, and it is a bad look. And how, after all of this, can a coach get out there and do this? I have not got a clue. My only guess, gentlemen, is that they're just trying to add to Feinbaum and Talty's book. They just need a little bit more material, so let's do this. Um, another story as we roll a break here is uh, uh, Zach Johnson is the uh, he's the head guy with the Ryder Cup. He has said that some of or the golfers that are playing on Live Golf may not be eligible for the Ryder and President's Cup. Now, if you're a golfer, that's a huge slam. And there are reasons for it. And we will go into that later on in the show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show. And, and Can I just call them the guys? The guys are here today. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine this afternoon with scattered showers and storms around through the evening hours. The high today, 89. Tonight's low, 71. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Scattered showers and storms developing again by afternoon. The high, 88. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Parker Show. If you're streaming with us, you're probably watching the audio. Uh, Texas A&M coach pointing up to the skyboxes and saying, that's where your money's going to come. You get your cash, baby, if you come to Bryan, Texas. College Station. Anyway, uh, other notes in the world of sports. Um, if you're a subscriber or you download from AL.com, uh, pretty, pretty cool uh, video that's out there and jay uh of all of us and i imagine met terry but you probably have the best relationship with her i think jay needs to unmute again <laughs> no I'm, I, 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 I didn't hear I, matt went out on me uh, there for a second so i couldn't could not hear him for the final uh part of that question what was the last part of the question Oh, I just wanted you to kind of set this thing up because you know Miss Terry better than any of us. Oh, I got you. Yeah, well, I, th I think the best thing is to show just how much she's meant to the program and meant to Nick Saban's career. I won't spoil it, but um, a, lot of, a lot of us and most of us have heard the joke that he shares a lot of times about going back to his high school reunion, so we'll let that play uh, in the audio. But, um, yeah, I mean, she 
she's probably the best recruiter he's got. Um, you know, when it comes to the players, when it comes to the moms, when it comes to the coaches, and, and Mal Moore realized that uh, when he went down on the tarmac and met with her uh, early on and really began to convince her that college was the place that uh, Miss Terry and Coach Saban should come back to. And they've really just sunk their, their roots deep into Tuscaloosa, State of Alabama, University of Alabama, and all that they've done. 18, I think it is now, our 20 uh, Habitat for Humanity homes they've built in Tuscaloosa, and plus all the other great things Nick Kids has done. And really the money that they've given back to not only the school, the community, and so many charities throughout the state of Alabama. They've been a huge blessing uh, to our community over the last 15 years, and she's been a big part of it. And I think this captures that probably as well as any. So here's the ode to Miss Terry. We should have known way back when that she was going to be special, that she was fit to be tied. The first lady of Alabama football, the team mom for the Crimson Tide, wife, mother, grandmother, philanthropist, cheerleader, and football fan extraordinaire. Miss Terry always wants a blitz more. I've never said this to Miss Terry. But I'm a secondary coach, and secondary coaches that play for coaches who blitz a lot, they end up, end up sleeping under the bridge and <laughs> twitching. And twitching. Like this. <laughs> but to most of us, she's simply Miss Terry. She first caught his eye back in West Virginia, the Queen Bee at East Fairmont High. At first, she wouldn't give him the time of day, but finally, she said yes. When I was a kid growing up, my dad owned a service station, and we lived in the country. And my wife, who was, I tried to date from the time I was in the seventh grade, she would never, ever date me, never, ever go out with me. She had this guy named Mickey Schaefer that she was always boyfriend with. So when we go back for this reunion, lo and behold, Mickey Schaefer owns a service station. I said, see there, honey, there's your boy, Mickey Schaefer. I said, if you'd have married him, that's where you'd be now. She said, bull, if I'd have married him, he'd be the head coach at Alabama now. Think about that. If not for Miss Terry, Coach Saban might not even be here. From Toledo to Cleveland, East Lansing to Baton Rouge, Miami to Tuscaloosa, always by his side. They didn't just make a new home here. Together, they've made history. Six national championships, four Heisman Trophy winners, and through their Nick's Kids Foundation, 18 Habitat for Humanity homes. The key to Alabama's success isn't just the process. It's also Miss Terry, Coach Saban's secret weapon. She's his ace recruiter, his most trusted assistant, his loyal agent, and his best friend. Every day, she likes to say, is a celebration. Through exhilarating wins and excruciating losses, good times and bad, she's there with a good luck kiss before every game and never misses a post-game hug. No matter the score, though, we're glad she picked Nick. And thanks to her, Nick picked us.
His top recruit, after all, isn't named Tua or Bryce or Derek or Julio. It's a five-star fireball we all know and love as Miss Terry. At All In Credit Union, we make it easy to get your next auto loan. Uh, moments there for uh, Miss Terry and uh, I, I think, you know, AO.com and, and the folks that did that did a really good job putting it together, kind of telling the story. And I think there's so much more to that story, even that um, you could dive into even deeper, you know, just going back to their relationship and how they met, um, you know, going that as far back to seventh grade as Nick is trying to chase Miss Terry and she's being hard to get and then finally um, able to win her over and, I know there's a lot of storylines around that as well, but uh, I'll kick it to Chris Walsh. Chris, uh, you know, you, you hear about it, you, you read the stories. Uh, you've been in Alabama and Tuscaloosa covering Alabama football for a long time and knowing how important Miss Terry is to this program. Well, first you have to, I think you have to bring up the fact that, you know, she's the one who opened the door to Mal. <laughs> you know, when Mal went down exactly. to try to lure Nick. And, I mean, it's just, I, I always just kind of go back to, man, what would have happened if she didn't open that door? I mean, that's all it's, that was it. That was the key moment. Um, I've told her this story and she kind of laughed and the press conference when Nick was being introduced, I'm in the front row and somebody in the back row from the Miami Herald, I think I know who it was, but I'm not going to mention his name, but, um, he basically starts asking this question to Nick about what do you say to the fans that you abandoned in Miami? And as he's asking the question, Miss Terry starts rising out of her chair so she can get a good look at the guy. And I said to the guy next to me, I was like, I'm not afraid of him. I'm afraid of her. Um, <laughs> Love it. She is not, but the thing is she is, she is a sweetheart. She is amazing. And, um, Alabama is incredibly lucky to have her as the, I guess you call it the first lady of, of Crimson Tide football. And Lars, you wrote the book, Chasing the Bear, and uh, really comparing Coach Bryant, Coach Saban, and just, I mean, you had a chance to do, do a deep dive into this relationship. Yeah, I, you know, she is the maternal figure over the entire program, and uh, she's just, she's a fascinating person, you know, she's she's elegant, she's charming, She's witty. She's funny. Great sense of humor. And, um, you know, the, she knows Nick, obviously, better than anyone in the world. And and I, I love the fact that, you know, when 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 Coach Saban makes a mistake, say, in dealing with a reporter and I, I'm thinking of the Maria Taylor incident, it, it was Miss Terry uh, who told Nick, you have to call her and apologize. <laughs> and you know what? Did it right away. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hard pressed to think of another um, uh, wife of a coach that plays such a prominent role uh, as Miss Terry does here in, in Alabama. And I know we can kind of be prisoners of not just the moment, but of our uh, own environment. But, um, you know, I and Chris has done this too, covering college football on national level for a long time. And uh, I think her influence just over the entire program is profound because, you know, she is the one she, to me, she's the ultimate closer in recruiting because she's the one that talks to mostly the mothers, but mothers and fathers of the recruits that are coming to Alabama. And she assures them that she is going to take care of them. 
you know, that that uh, that it's a one big family at Alabama. And I know every single school preaches this right. Every program, family, family, family. But it, it, there's just some there's something different about about Alabama. And uh, and I say this as someone who, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not from Alabama. I'm not uh, I try to be as impartial as possible. And her uh, role in, in in the program is uh, is Matt. It, it, to me, again, it, it's as significant as any spouse that I can ever remember seeing. And and I I wasn't around um, uh, Bear Bryant's wife. You know, I, I've written about her Mary extensively. Harman. Yeah, Mary Harmon. I've written about her extensively, and I think she kind of uh, she kind of uh, was a. A, a, a pace setter for uh, for Miss Terry, but I think Miss Terry's even taking it to another level. Well, and I'm glad you brought up Mary Harmon because she was very significant, and Paul Bryant talked about her often. But she stayed more back behind the curtain, if you will. The thing, one of the many things I admire about Miss Terry is that she knows her spots. You know, it'd be real easy to be out there and be visible and and, and, and all the time. She picks her spots, just like Lars said a minute ago on on, on talking about the reporter. Um, there are probably more than that just one incident where she wants to say something like that. But she picks her spots, and, and she pick, picks her spots as far as her visibility uh, within the program, sidelines, so forth. Uh, she is a perfect first lady. And as Lars was just talking about a minute ago, uh, I am hard-pressed to find another coach's wife or spouse period that has played such a significant role and is so beloved. I mean, let's yeah. face it guys. Uh, they Alabama loves her as much, if not more than they do Nick Saban. Is that right, Lars? Oh, absolutely. And I, I wanted to go back to Chris and, and Chris, can you, can you put her role in some context uh, in terms of, the other uh, significant others, uh, other spouses uh, that you've seen both that you cover both in the NFL and and in college football, is there is there an equivalent uh, anywhere? I mean, it, it, I, I can't think of one. I'm going to have to think about that, but just to give a general overall answer, and this has been kind of a standard line for me for a while. I, I think it's. Uh, being a coach's wife, uh, especially assistant coaches, the wives are a special breed. They're special, special people. Um, you know, I mean, you're talking about guys who are on the move, like every every couple of years, moving all over the country and going just about everywhere, and to continually to be having to do this over and over and over, and 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 so forth. I'm, it's just it it boggles my mind, and I've known like coaches who have. Um, I, I saw this more in the NFL than I've seen it at the collegiate level, but like um, guys who had jobs where they would go and do the job and the family would stay put to where they were. And that is just, I, I don't know how, how you do that. I don't think I could do that at all. So um, for an equivalent, I'm going to think about it when we go into our next break. Maybe I'll have a better answer coming out of it. Well, and let's do that. Great, great toss there, Chris, because, uh, Jay was obviously as close to anybody uh, with Ruth Ann Stallings, uh, Gene Stallings' wife. And when we get back, uh, he'll discuss that. And we'll continue this conversation because it is uh, it's a very valued one 
And I do want to uh, kind of give a shout out. For those of you that are streaming, you might have seen the credits. But I did uh, jump up to see that the University of Alabama had contributed to that video, along with AL.com. Obviously, that's where it's posted. But when I saw the name Bob Carlton attached to it, I kind of mm. knew. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for high food treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WilfordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205 716 Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners 
for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at SiebelsCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. This is a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Two young lovers with nothing better to do. They sit around the house, get high and watch it too. And here's what happened when they decided. Welcome back to Jay Barker Show. And we got a full house. Aces of Kings here. Chris Walsh is joining us from Bama Insider. We've got Jay Barker and Lars Anderson. Alex Bauman, our outstanding intern, is in the studio. Right now, during the break, huge news. Chris, inform us. I'm sorry. Can you hear me okay? I hear you. Uh, yeah, sorry. It's um, There is a report from John Wilner, who is the... I think he's still the the current columnist or the former columnist from the San, San Jose Mercury News. Very credible. Source, USC and UCLA are planning to leave for the Big Ten as early as 2024. Move has not been finalized at the highest levels of power. Uh, that's a game breaker, folks. That's going to change everything if that happens. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, just I was just, uh, what, what does that do without LA? Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just texting the group that. Uh, I, I don't want to overreact, but is this the the death blow to the Pac-12? Because I, I really don't see how they can survive without the Los Angeles market. And the the next domino will be Oregon. They're going to scramble like heck to to get out of the Pac-12 because it's 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 uh, you know who are you going to invite? Uh, Fresno State to take the place of uh, USC. I mean these are. These are the two, and I know people will say, well, UCLA is a mid-tier program, but you know what? They're not a mid-tier basketball program, <laughs> okay? UCLA is the elite of the elite when it comes to basketball, uh, one of the most storied programs in, in, in history. Um, and so I don't know. I mean, Jay, you've been talking about super conferences for a long time, and if the Pac-12 does, in fact, disintegrate, and this would be the first sort of, uh, you know, thread to unravel. And I think it could unravel very fast. What, where do we, what happens from here? What, what's, uh, what, what is your, and I know we're sort of right in the moment, so it's hard to give, uh, you know, real insightful analysis, but what, what is your knee-jerk reaction to this news, Jay? Yeah, the loss of uh, Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC was a huge get for the SEC and a big loss for the Big 12. The Big 12 now answering that if they're able to get USC and UCLA, get that LA market, get the TVIs. Uh, if the Big 12 could stay intact in and then also add in an Oregon, um, could add in uh, whether Oregon goes to the Big 10 or Big 12. I'm just trying to think of uh, – it, it seemed like to me this would be the best thing for the Big 12 right now more than the Pac-12. Um, and, and what they've um, gone through and everybody thinking they're going to be the conference that disintegrates. Um, or will the big or will the Pac-12 uh, begin to try to get as many of the 
teams in the Big 12 over. So it's going to be a battle between, I think, those two conferences um, as far as which one can show the best leadership, which one can show that they want to um, really you know, get things in order as far as the conference. Um, we've been talking for a long time about can they finally get to a four-conference, 16 teams, 64 teams at the top of your power, kind of four conferences, and then have that uh, that major championship uh, that would have the 64 best teams in the country competing against each other. Uh, each and every year, and that would kind of leave out the little guy. Maybe you can still keep, um, you know, uh, the lower division uh, games that uh, that you might have every single year. But this is huge. I mean, this report, and again, it's coming from a very good source. Uh, but uh, adding USC and USA would make the Big Ten the closest things uh, to a national conference stretch from New York to Washington, D.C., to Los Angeles, with a national reach of programs like Michigan, Oklahoma, Penn State, stretching border to border, coast to coast, as he writes in his article. So, says more to come in the meantime uh, stay tuned for the latest and uh, we'll continue to follow the story a friend of mine just texted Will me and said hey can we get, can we get rid of rutgers now in the big 10 <laughs> uh yeah um uh, matt coulter what, what's your reaction well my first reaction is is not to overreact now as as chris accurately said the higher bees involved in this from networks all the way around have not agreed but the source is pretty darn good. So it appears on paper right here at uh, whatever it is, 1240 on um, Thursday afternoon that UCLA and USC are going to the Big Ten. But I want to kind of go back. First thing I thought of is goodbye Pac-12. How are they going to survive? Maybe they can. Maybe Fresno State can win the championship, Lars. But um, I'm thinking SEC, uh, uh, look out. There's a new kid on the block, and it's called the Big Ten. Now, they have been viewed as the second-best conference, right? But now uh, they are rivaling, rivaling the OU Texas ad to the Southeastern Conference. Chris Walsh. Um, I have a quick update here real quick. Uh, Sports Illustrated, Ross Dellinger, who, quite honestly, he's the best college football writer right now in the country. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Uh, he has confirmed the story. Um he calls it a stunning but not that surprising move because teams are jacking again into the top two leagues, the SEC and uh, the Big Ten, obviously. Um, yeah, this is a, a huge development. And yeah, I, I covered the Pac-12 for um, a few years uh, back when I lived in Phoenix. And, you know, it's funny because your, your initial reaction is, well, that's cross-country. That's going to be so hard for them to do. But the thing is... Um, you know, they're already traveling, say, like schools from like Oregon and Washington are going on and, and traveling down to the face like Arizona and, um, uh, you know, teams in Southern California. And that's, so, that's over a thousand miles already as it is. So they're already used to that kind of, that kind of travel. Uh, it, it's really not going to impact that. That turns this conference into a national conference, obviously, coast to coast. Uh, there's going to be tremendous, this is going to be huge. This is going to, really change the landscape of, of uh, college athletics. And guys, uh, Josh Smith, our, and, and real quick, Josh Smith, our producer, uh, brought up a great point. Uh, last year, uh, they, there was a discussion of a gentleman's agreement with the, the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC will combine. Again, kind of giving you that coast-to-coast style of, uh, of uh, the conference, like, like we're talking about right now with the Big 10. Um, I mean, this is, I mean, again, the landscape of college football it's changed so quickly over the last two to three years when you talk about just the portal NIL agreements now and now the conferences now as far as realignments and different add-ins uh, to make the conferences stronger. Um, and look, this is going to 
make it even tougher for, I think, UCLA and USC um, when it comes to winning championships. I mean, you know, look, you know, USC and uh, them being able to hire, um, you know, Riley away from uh, the the, uh, Oklahoma Sooners, uh, did he kind of know that this was happening? Uh, Was that part of the reason why um, he moved over to USC from Oklahoma and now will be joining the Big Ten? And, you know, look, the competition will be be very tough there compared to what they have in the Pac-12 right now. I really, really wonder what this is going to, what kind of effect this is going to have on USC, particularly with recruiting. We know they've got all the money for NIL. Now, with the addition of being in the Big Ten, is that going to help them and perhaps UCLA even more so? Uh, we'll discuss that. How, how are they going to bracket these teams now? Of course, I am going to say again, although these sources are pretty impeccable, it's not in ink yet. But it does look like, if you're just tuning into the Jay Barker Show, UCLA and Southern Cal are joining the Big Ten. That is huge news. And we'll continue this discussion. Matt, Bars, Chris, Alex, the whole gang is here. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine this afternoon with scattered showers and storms around through the evening hours. The high today, 89. Tonight's low, 71. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Scattered showers and storms developing again by afternoon. The high, 88. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 84 degrees in Tuscaloosa. If you're just joining us on the Jay Barker Show, reports are that USC and UCLA are leaving the Pac-12 and will join the Big Ten. Um, It's certainly, you know, guys, this is when I really like sports talk radio. When it happens, when you're on the air, you can get immediate reaction, and that's what we're doing. Uh, I'm in the studio. We got Jay. We got Lars. Chris Walsh is with us. But uh, these reports are saying this could happen as early as 2024. Uh, that, along with a recent announcement with the Big 12 that Brett Yormark was going to come along as the new commissioner to replace Bob Bowlesby, I-, I thought that announcement might move the OU Texas deal to the SEC up a little bit. Chris, do you see that, and do you see the potential of the Bruins and Trojans joining the, the Big 10 in 24? It might get everybody moving their horses a lot faster? Uh I think that's a little presumptive to say because in both cases you have a lot of legal hurdles that have to be cleared, and that's going to be the the, the, the primary thing. I mean, the, the the TV networks are going to be involved with this, which, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Pac-12 and Big Ten are both Fox right now. Um, so they, you know, it's that's probably not going to be a factor. Um, but, you know, I, you know, if ESPN could walk in tomorrow and say, let's get this done tomorrow, you know, or, or today kind of thing with Oklahoma and Texas, it, there might be an influence there, but it, it, 
you know, kind of going back to what, when we were talking about when Texas and Oklahoma, um, you know, decided to leave the, the Big 12, uh, you know, that was during the coronavirus um, whole thing, and the Texas legislature was out because of a protest. It, it wasn't meeting. And that's when that, uh, that's when that announcement happened because the Texas legislature never probably would have let that happen because of all the other schools in Texas. So the timing was absolutely crucial. Um, but it's still, it's, you've got to, you know, there's lawyers that are going to be involved. I hate that saying, but it is just so true. And, um, it's, it's, there's going to be a lot of stuff. I mean, even though they're going to try to leave in 2024, it sounds like, which by the way, now everyone's reporting it because, uh, uh, the dam is broken on that. Um, in, in terms of reporting, I mean, it's every major outlet has a story, uh, their own version of it. Uh, it's, it's, there's going to be a lot of stuff that has to happen still on um, with both big conferences. Yeah. Um, here I'll step in here. Uh, a, a few thoughts. I think again, you don't want to overreact, but this is a huge day in college sports. I mean, this is like a tectonic shift in power between the haves and that's the sec and the big 10 and then have nots. And that is everybody else, everybody else, because I don't think the big 10 is necessarily done expanding. And I don't think the sec is necessarily done expanding. And what does this mean for the ACC? And and Jay, you've talked about four super conferences and that would make sense, but are, 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 where is Oregon going to end up? Would Oregon rather go to the ACC or they'd rather go to the Big 12 or the Big 10 or the SEC. It seems like all the big schools want to go to the SEC and the Big 10. And on a personal note, I would love to see USC play in Lincoln, Nebraska in November. <laughs> I love that. Right. For so long, Nebraska, and, and the, or, like, or in East Lansing, Michigan, you know, or uh, at Northwestern, right outside of Chicago. Uh, it's, it's going to be tough, but I, I, I don't think it's overstating that this is a monumental day in college sports, Jay. Yeah. And you look back, uh, and Chris brought this up as far as during COVID and also 2021, I remember reading articles back in the fall talking about, you know, could this alignment happen between the big 10 with USA, UCLA, they mentioned Oregon and Washington as well. And so two other schools that might leave, uh, the PAC 12, and, uh, and go to the Big Ten. So, man, there's a lot happening right now. This realignment and the conferences, you know, how, how big would they get? I mean, do you have four super conferences, 16 teams, 18 teams, 20 teams? Uh, how do you, you know, run those conferences? And we've seen now with the ACC going away from their divisions. Uh, will we see the SEC? You know, we've heard news and talks about that may happen here in the near future as well, I guess, with the add-in of Oklahoma and Texas uh, by next year or the next. But this is a quick deal, Matt. I mean, 2024, I mean – you're talking about this. There's had to be a lot in the works, and, and a lot of the the reason why a lot of the schools are looking at uh, joining and, and leaving, and why Oklahoma, uh, even one of the reasons why they left uh, the uh, the uh, Big Twelve, come to the SEC, is they said that Fox could not guarantee them enough night games. That was a story that was written back in last fall, and they felt like it was important for them to have those primetime games in order to get the recognition and the things that they needed to continue to grow their brand. And with the SEC, they felt like they could get that through ESPN. That's a great point because now, because they're in the Big Ten, if this does indeed happen, um, 
Damn, you don't have to stay up late to watch all the UCLA and USC games anymore. And I guess the <laughs> Big Ten does have to when they travel out there. But here's my biggest question in the whole deal, is why would Lars want USC to play Nebraska again when they're 4-0-1, the Trojans are? Lars, do you really want that coming into Big Red Town? You know what? They've never played in Nebraska in a snowstorm. <laughs> Never played Nebraska in the You know what? That's another. That's that is a great angle. And I do want Oregon's kind of left dangling here. What a what a great topic on the Jay Barker show here on this Thursday afternoon. It's Jay, Matt, along with Lars Anderson, Chris Walsh is with us from Bama Central. And when we come back on the other side, I'm sure we will continue this particular conversation. But we got to hear from Jay Barker talking about Ruth Ann Stallings. Promise that's all coming up second hour on the Jay Barker show. Hi, this is Wes McClooney, owner of the New Balance Birmingham store. Achieving your personal best often comes down to how you feel. And when it comes to the right shoes, nothing feels better than New Balance. The fit specialists at the New Balance Birmingham store conduct an in-depth analysis of your foot size, shape, and gait, determining the best New Balance shoes for you. Experience the difference of custom fit today at the New Balance Birmingham store on Highway 280 next to Chick-fil-A. New Balance Birmingham. Your feet will thank you. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option. High-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHEALTH.COM. I'm excited to tell you about our newest sponsor here on the Jay Barker Radio Network. They pioneered the Chicken Finger Box and the Chicken Finger Restaurant. That's Guthrie's. Guthrie's recipes and processes are often imitated but never duplicated. Look, their sauce is probably the most copied sauce of all sauces all time. And I've known this family since my days down in Tuscaloosa. And they came over and, man, I tell you, it's nostalgic even today to see my kids going to that same Guthrie's. And great family. Do so much for the community, but more importantly, provide the best when it comes to chicken fingers. Get out to Guthrie's today. I want to tell you about my good friends at Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker, and look, Ken Needham has done a terrific job. Local company, 205-980-1505 is their number. That's 980-1505. Again, local, you can speak with the same team every time you give them a call. Full line of products from Auto Home, Boat Life. You'll trust them. They have a great uh, deal as far as the relationships they build with their customers and 20 years with the same company and industry. Custom approach for your insurance needs. Give them a call, 980-1505. That is Southern Assurance Group. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. It handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. 
888-382-6269. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, head out to the Cajun Steamer. It's a New Orleans-style joint that serves authentic Cajun and Creole food, cold beer, and great drinks. They are known for their wide array of Cajun classics and original creations prepared in an authentic fashion. This Louisiana kitchen can have you slapping the table for more. Stop by the Cajun Steamer and sign up for your Alabama, LSU, or Auburn fan card. Eat with the Cajun Steamer while your team is on TV and use your fan card to receive a 15% discount on your entire meal. With locations in Hoover, Trustful, Huntsville, and Franklin, Tennessee, they've got you covered. Head out today to the Cajun Steamer. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There he is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's GoFan. Letter C, letter O. Birmingham's best Mexican restaurant for over 20 years and counting. That's La Paz Restaurant in Crestline Village and Mount Laurel. They've got a great staff. Its delicious menu, award-winning cheese dip, and margaritas and vibrant atmosphere have helped to make La Paz a local favorite. Blue corn nachos, Texas barbecue quesadillas, steak and blue quesadillas, Baja fish tacos, signature fajitas, and much, much more. So head over to La Paz today if you want a great lunch or a great dinner. And you'll find all that at La Paz, Crestline, and Mount Laurel for lunch or dinner. WTUG HD2 Northport and W265CG Tuscaloosa, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Who you are is more important than what you do. The only way that you're going to have any kind of success in your life, you have to buy into a process of what it takes to reach a goal. How can I be the best I can be at what I do? How much of your time was spent and how much was it invested in your goal? Can't do it unless you can overcome adversity because that's what makes great things great is the things that you had to overcome to accomplish them. We have about five choices in our life, and everybody has a choice as to what they want to do and how they want to do that. But if you're going to be excellent or elite, you got to do special things. You have to have special intensity. You have to have special focus. It doesn't matter what God-given ability that you have, but without the rest of it, I'm not sure you ever get excellent or elite. You have to have toughness. What does it take to break you? I don't care what circumstance you're faced with. What does it take to break your focus, to make you give in, you're tired, or you don't feel like giving effort or finishing the play like you should? I'm not saying it's our goal to try to break you. It's just the way it is in football. It's going to be difficult because you're getting yourself ready to play at a high level. And just because you got beat on the last play, that can't affect the next play. That's breaking you. Your frustration is breaking you. What does it take to break you? We should help others. We should serve other people all the time. You cannot be a leader and affect other people if you're not willing to serve other people. Think of our lives as every day we should appreciate the opportunity that we have to accomplish and affect something. Earn this. Everybody made all these sacrifices for you to live. Go live a good life. Be a good father. Help other people. Accomplish something of significance. Make a difference. That would be my message to everybody here. Make a difference and help everybody's spirit in a positive way. God bless you and roll tight. Jay Barker led the Crimson Tide to a national championship in 1992. Winner of the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award and a finalist for the Heisman Trophy. Voted the SEC Player of the Year and was drafted by the Green Bay Packers. Also seeing time with the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers. He is the winningest quarterback in Alabama history. 35-2-1. Member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. 
Jay Barker brings that same championship quality and football expertise to his own radio network and show. Joining him is Lars Anderson, New York Times bestselling author, 20-year veteran of Sports Illustrated, and professor at the University of Alabama. Live from the AVX studios in Birmingham, Alabama, The Jay Barker Show. Welcome in, indeed, the Jay Barker Show. Jay's with us, Lars Anderson. Uh, also, Chris Walsh is joining us from Bama Central. Matt Coulter in the wonderful AVX studios, which, by the way, if you're watching on the streaming, you have to notice, yes, behind me, yes, they are doing a little painting. So if you see somebody over my left shoulder, screen right, uh, going up and down a ladder, they're doing a little painting. They do a great job with this building. But see, there's the ladder and everything, right? <laughs> All right. And the cars going through Homewood, often speeding at times. But the big story is not what's behind me. It's what's in front of us. And that's that UCLA and USC reportedly will be entering the Big Ten in 2024. Jay, let's lead off with you. And we've talked about this briefly. Let's do a deep dive. Does this move us a lot closer to a power four? I, I think that does. I mean, either that or a power five, I guess, could stay. I mean, it's according to how many schools they want to get involved. I know that it's important for uh, them to have as many teams as possible for the TVIs and there are certain markets that they want to keep. Uh, but I, I've just I've thought for the last 15 years or more that at some point in time they would get to uh, four conferences with 16 to 20 teams in each conference. And from there, um, you know, be able to work out the TV deals, the contracts and all that would be I don't say simpler or easier, but um, you, you would get the best teams in the country. I think there are some teams uh, in the country, there are some of these power five conferences that really probably don't need to be there uh, from a competition standpoint, especially now with NIL and with the portal and the ability for these kids to transfer to these bigger schools, these power schools that are that are out there. I mean, you know, the blue bloods of college football for a while um, were losing their ground. And um, I, I'm, I'm not so sure if the, the powers that be uh, kind of saw that and began to create a plan of how to get the uh, Blue Bloods back uh, to the level they needed to be at. And that's what we've seen now over the last few years with Alabama, with uh, with Oklahoma, with Texas now emerging, uh, Ohio State, um, and, and even Penn State and, and others. Uh, Clemson has been kind of the one that's been out there. And you talk about coaches' wives who are very supportive. Kathleen Sweeney has been an unbelievable uh, supporter of Dabo from the time he started as assistant coach, as a player, when they started dating in high school as well, kind of a kind of a, a same type of story. And uh, so it's going to be fun to watch how this conference stuff happens. But I was going to hit on Ruth answer real quick, but I would just say to all you guys, probably one, the, the one that I can think back on, I knew Bill Curry's wife. Uh, I got a chance to meet Franchoni's wife, Mike Shula's wife, uh, trying to think uh, Coach Dubose's wife. Um, spending time with Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann was like that, with like mysterious. She wasn't quite as much involved in the community or seen that way because I think of TV and social media. But she was definitely out in the community doing certain things, charitable events. Uh, I remember every time we were at bowl games during Christmas, uh, she would get up and, and uh, she would play the piano. And Coach Stallings and all the kids, their entire family would sing Christmas carols. And it, it was really a family atmosphere. And she felt like mom. I mean, she felt like our grandmother, really, in a sense. Uh, she's a little bit older, but she felt like that person she could, you could talk to. And she would say hello to all of us as we got on the bus. She rode the bus with us. She rode the plane. She was 
always there for the guys and, and all of us. So I, I think she's probably as close to a Terry Saban uh, as Alabama football has seen. I know Mary Harmon, as you said, was very much uh, talked about and very much well-respected for Coach Bryant's wife. But, Matt, you're right. She was kind of behind the scenes. Ruth Ann was more out there, and I think would have been even more out there if you'd have had the media-type coverage and social media coverage you have today. Let's ask Lars and Chris in that order. Um, and I'll ask you, Lars, because you were close to the Osborns. I mean, Tom Osborne's a friend of yours. And, but I don't know, having yeah. not grown up in that area. Was his wife visible? Uh, was was there a Miss Terry at, at Nebraska? Yeah, uh, Nancy Osborne, uh, just a, a terrific, terrific lady. And it was really special for me. I was covering uh, uh, Tom's final game. It was uh, 1997 Orange Bowl, uh, Peyton Manning's final game. Uh, Nebraska thrashed him like 44-17. And as the clock was winding down, I was standing next to Nancy on on the sideline. And uh, at that point, you know, I was at Sports Illustrated and I'd gotten to know her quite well. And it, it was a, a pretty cool moment watching her watch her husband. Uh, ultimately, they shared the national title that year and just seeing just the absolute love. And, and, and you know, when when a, a coach achieves success, their 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 spouse they feel it too because they literally are a part of it they literally are a part of it so that, that was very special but okay going back to the news of the day that usc and ucla leaving the pac-12 as soon as 2024 i think you know it, it's uh it, and chris i'd love for you to comment on this two two points one it, it's about the money it's always about the money and the Big Ten has this massive deal with Fox. And so the financial disparity between being in the Big Ten and uh, the Big 12, uh, when it comes to revenue, it is just it, it's enormous. The gap is, uh, you know, as wide as the Grand Canyon. And so it's it's a it's a pretty easy move for them to make. And and Jay, I, 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 I can't believe this and I can't believe it. But w- what you have been preaching for years is it's it's really starting to crystallize in four major conferences: Pac-12, Big Ten, SEC, ACC. What if they just all merge, right? And and we the in the the Pac-12, Big Ten side of it, we call the the Northwest First uh, Football Conference, right? NFC for short, and the other half of being the SEC, ACC. Let's just call it the um, Atlantic Football Conference. Call it the AFC. Right. And then, and then you, you got everything sort of structurally in place to do what you have been talking about for years, Jay. But uh, let's go uh, go to uh, Chris. And yeah, just just your reaction uh, again to the news. And and as you know, during the break, I'm sure you've had a chance to sort of digest it a little more, read about it a little more. Uh, just your 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 thoughts. First off. Yes, it's about the money. It's always about the money. And now I'm looking around the landscape of college football, and if I'm a school, say, like Miami or Clemson, Florida State, North Carolina, you're very close to being kind of pushed down to second-tier status because it's not it's not going to be Power 4. It's going to be Power 2. Uh, it's going to be SEC and Big Ten. And, and the money difference is going going to be – extreme now the thing is say like the say the sec says you know what okay fine we're going to get the we're going to we're going to branch out and get more schools 
The thing is, a lot of those programs that are just mentioned are already in the SEC footprint in terms of television. So they aren't that appealing because they don't bring that much new into the conference. Granted, a Miami, a Florida State, North Carolina, Clemson would be huge, obviously, in terms of the competitive nature of the conference. But in terms of te- television revenue, not so much, obviously. So I I think you're going to start seeing, well, I think it's, it's probably been going on. And maybe this is why the the discussions on schedule, you know, scheduling and realignment and so forth have just been, you know, they've been dragging their feet because I, I my feeling is, is that we're not done. This is, this is going to kind of tip things, you know, take us to another level. I mean, and on the West coast, if I'm one of the Arizona schools, if I'm Washington, if I'm Oregon, um, maybe even, you know, I, I'm looking at different options, uh, you know, and, and it, it's because the PAC 12 and the big 12 conferences, you know what? Those two should just merge right now. If, if USC and UCLA are out, I, if I'm one of those, if I'm one of those commissioners, I go to the other one and say, let's get together because if not, we're going to be, we're going to be toast here real fast. That's a very interesting suggestion. Um, I got a question for you, all of you, uh, of our roundtable here on the Jay Barker Show when we get back from the other side of this break. And I don't know if we'll get to it or not, but I still want to jump into this Ryder Cup deal and the fact that guys like, um, you know, Captain America, DJ, may not be playing in it. But right now, in case you're just joining us on the Jay Barker Show, uh, there is solid reporting and evidence. Uh, there they are in the background. Again. Hello to our people that are... Uh, Fanning the building behind us. But there's, uh, it, it appears in all likelihood in 2024, maybe the year is still in question, but UCLA and USC are going to the Big Ten. Uh, lively discussion here on the Jay Barker Show. You're listening to the Jay Barker Show live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine this afternoon with scattered showers and storms around through the evening hours. The high today, 89. Tonight's low, 71. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Scattered showers and storms developing again by afternoon. The high, 88. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 86 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Barker Show, Matt Coulter at the AVX Studios. Meanwhile, fanning across the globe, Lars Anderson, our man Chris Walsh from Bama Central, and of course, our host and namesake, Jay Barker. Rhetorical questions here. I, I wonder what this does to, to the other sports. Uh, non-revenue, Olympic sports, whatever you got. And, you know, what, how about the travel? Uh, this week, UCLA, their softball team travels to Rutgers. What is that? 3,200 miles? That's strange. But, Jay, what I wanted to ask you is, what do you think the kind of mid- to lower-tier schools in the Big Ten are thinking now? 
Uh, Maryland is a relatively new addition. So is so is Rutgers. Um, are they thinking we're going to get pushed out here? Uh, is it all part of the big plan? Um, do they have any reason to be nervous? Ah, uh, man, I would I would think so. I mean, I I, I would think that uh, you know even Maryland, um, you would think maybe want to go to the ACC. Um, and you know maybe even Rutgers. I mean, I don't. I just think there's going to be a lot of shifting and moving, and uh, I think there's uh, just a lot of questions that are out there right now. So it's going to be fun to watch. Um, you know, I, I think we've all kind of seen this coming. Uh, Chris has brought up many times, and Lars, well, and yourself, Matt, as far as the TV contracts and how important it is to have certain markets uh, in your conference. And if they're able to pull off this USC UCLA to the Big Ten, that is huge for the Big Ten as far as what they're going to get from that, not just from the fan bases, but from two really solid programs, but more importantly, LA and that TV market. Hey, real quick, talking about uh, sponsorships and we've been talking about NIL. I want to remind everybody that uh, we are presented by Top Golf at Birmingham. And uh, don't forget to get Top Golf. You'll absolutely love it. Fun for the family, coworkers, and friends. You'll love the food, the drinks, and all the activities there at Top Golf. And also driven by Sunny King Ford on the sunny side of the street. Go see Tony Russell and all the great folks at Sunny King Ford. Hey, real quick, um, some Alabama news and notes before we get back to this topic. Women's basketball is going to play in the Baja Mar Hoops Pink Flamingo Championship. That's going to be Monday, November 21st, and Wednesday, the 23rd of November. So, guys, we might be doing our show in the Bahamas. We may have to take it down there for uh, to watch uh, Alabama SA and uh, go to the Bahamas to take on. Uh, Bama takes the Bahamas is what they're calling it for Alabama women's basketball. Congratulations to them. I know they're excited about that and making that trip. Also, uh, big news as far as recruiting, Cole Adams, wide receiver slash returner on kicks and punts, uh, really outstanding athlete right at, I think, around uh, 5'10", 6 foot somewhere around there. Uh, kind of reminds you of an Edelman-type uh, player, but uh, really seems to be very athletic and a really good gift for the Crimson Tide. One they did not get, they got away real quick, recruiting five-star opposite tackle target Caden Proctor, just committed to Iowa just now over <coughs> the Crimson Tide, excuse me, in other schools he was looking at, but he had narrowed it down to Iowa and Alabama. This is another situation, Lars, where we're going to see NIO come into play because uh, this kid is staying home and deciding to stay in Iowa. Is, is that a push by them as far as saying, look, you know, you've got the connections, you've got the name in your home state, you can make more money here with NIO than you can University of Alabama if you stay in state. The five-star chosen Iowa over the Crimson Tide. It certainly has NIL impact written all over it, and uh, we're just going to see more and and more of that. Um, you mentioned the Bahamas. You know, I, I think the SEC, the next school that they should target, guys, Hawaii. Definitely got to target Hawaii. So those uh, those away games, right? We can do the show from uh, from Maui. Uh, or from no, I'm sorry, Waikiki, Waikiki Beach there in Honolulu. Honolulu. Yeah, Waikiki, yeah. Um, Honolulu. Yeah. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, so going back again, uh, just to the stunning news today of USC UCLA leaving for the Big Ten. Um, look, this is a big get, obviously, for the Big Ten. Uh, it, it it increases one their uh, television market, right? Now you got LA. And, and the reason why I don't think Rutgers or Maryland are going anywhere, it's not about the quality of their football teams or the quality of their athletics. It's the quality of their television market, right? <laughs> it's they want the, they want the uh, East. They, they, yeah, they want the New York market, and they want uh, uh, Baltimore, you know, uh, DC area. And so uh, I, I think they're safe. And but you know, you, you look at it from the Pac-12's perspective. 
this obviously is is not good, not good. Um, that you know, you're you're going to be uh, the prestige of the conference has gone way down already. Um, and so, what does the Pac-12 do? Do they uh, poach like San Diego State from the Mountain West? Do they poach Boise? Uh, does Oregon try to find a new home? Uh, you would certainly think Oregon is uh, in. Uh, Oregon, the AD is probably on the phone right now, right? Just <laughs> sending out a distress signal to uh, the ACC, to the SEC, to the Big 12. Um, and it, you, you would think if, if Oregon goes and, and then wa- and maybe Oregon and Washington are kind of would be like a package deal, just like USC, UCLA. If those two schools would go, I think that would cause the conference to crumble and then, um, uh, Jay, we would get closer to that, that, that f- the, the four super conferences that you've talked about for a long time with the, the loser being the, the Pac-12. But, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll just go, go to you again, Chris uh, Walsh in, in Tuscaloosa. Um, you know, we're, 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 we're understanding or we're, we're trying to grasp this on, on the fly here. Um, just, um, yeah, just, you know, more thoughts on, on the, the news today. Well, first of all, I mean, if you look at a map, obviously USC and UCLA are a little bit more West than anyone else in the big 10. I mean, the next closest school is going to be Nebraska followed by Minnesota and Iowa, which, so that's halfway across the country. Uh, that's partly why I say, I don't think we're done. I, I, I just, I, it just, it makes too much sense for if the, if the Big Ten's going to go coast to coast, they're going to need to get USC and UCLA some, some closer, comp, uh, some closer schools to compete with. And I, you know, I think they got to be looking at Washington. I think they got to be looking at Oregon, Colorado, um, maybe even Utah. The Arizona schools, I think, are going to be interesting because it, it, it's just on a geographic point of view okay say the sec counters well you want a new you want a new market that would be a new market i mean that would be way west but um that's kind of the that's really the only direction that they can kind of go because you can't go north too much i think north carolina would be um an obvious school that the sec would would think about maybe um trying trying to poach but i mean i i think we're gonna this is gonna lead into the big two and then you're going to have kind of that second tier, if you will. And there is going to be now a mad scramble um, to try to get into um, one of the two conferences. And you're going to see about 20 schools, probably. Um, that's just kind of my gut feeling. And uh, just what's Notre Dame going to do? You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah that's, that's the big wild card, right? Because that, that's the... Yeah. The, the brand school that's not affiliated yet in, in, in Jay, I don't mean to interrupt, but Jay, how big a deal is the travel? Because it used to be when, when you were playing conferences would always, <laughs> they, they would try to minimize travel on student athletes as much as possible. But now you are going to be having USC and UCLA making cross-country trips on a regular basis, and not just the football teams, not just the basketball teams, but you know, softball and and, and soccer. You know, it's 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 going to be taxing on on the student athletes. Correct? 
Yeah, it will be. And and I, and I think, too, I mean, this again, amazing news again with USA and UCLA uh, coming, um, it looks like 2024 to the Big Ten. And look, travel is not what it used to be, right? I mean, it's easier to get places, even though the price of fuel is way up right now. And I know it's going to be very costly, but the TV contracts are huge. And they're looking for uh, those deals. And and I don't know. I mean, Chris kind of brought this up. I think it wasn't Matt saying, you know, do you, you know, separate it out and say, okay, we're going to have our, you know, basketball and our, and our football uh, and baseball, maybe the top three kind of sports and, and maybe some other women's sports uh, as well that that are outside of those things like women's basketball will, you know, in softball, will they, you know, kind of join in and then some of the Olympic sports maybe stay within their own conferences. Um, I, I don't know how they could do that or how they could make that work and be kind of uh, convoluted, but uh, I, I agree with Chris, man. I think right now your two big major conferences, you got two of them. If USC and UCLA make that move in 2024, it's the Big Ten and the SEC, everybody else catching up. And Notre Dame, I mean, the most natural fit for them is the Big Ten. Um, you know, I guess they've been with the ACC in basketball, so maybe that's a move that they might make thinking, hey, we can be more competitive there. We saw what happened for them and getting into the playoffs but back in COVID year uh, 2020. So uh, that, that might be another move for them. It would be a good get, a great get for the ACC to get Notre Dame. It opens up so many questions, and it's so much fun to talk about. And we're going to do that for the continuation of the show. Got a couple other things that we're going to throw your way as well. As we get to the bottom of the hour, we'll take our break. And once again, uh, on our panel today is uh, Lars Anderson. He's on the road doing some book work, literally. And uh, Jay Barker is with us, Birmingham. Matt Coulter's at the AVX studio, along to my right, uh, Alex Bauman, our UAB broadcast student and intern. And then the esteemed Tuscaloosa participant, and that from Bama Central is Chris Walsh. Back after the break. Hey, Everybody say hey to the people working. <laughs> hey, hang on, I got to get a picture of that, y'all. Got to get a picture. That yeah, yeah, great. He's coming TV down. The, he's coming down the ladder right he's now. Coming down. Okay, go. he's coming down the ladder. <laughs> it, Matt, it's got to be bad luck for you somehow being underneath that ladder. I'm under the ladder. You're right. No question. I'm underneath that ladder. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. One in seven men will face prostate cancer. Nearly 500 new cases are diagnosed every day in the U.S. Traditional treatments can cause erectile dysfunction and urinary incontinence. But now there's a new option, high-intensity focused ultrasound, or HIFU. Men who are really looking for an option that really preserves their urinary and sexual function are great candidates for HIFU treatment. Preserve your quality of life. Call 866-4-VITURO or visit VITUROHealth.com. Hi, it's Jay Barker for AVX, Audio Video Excellence. They are the premier provider for custom audiovisual design and installation in the Southeast. AVX seeks excellence in everything it does, including a superior employee experience. AVX offers employees an industry-leading salary, insurance benefits, and 401k options. AVX technicians also receive the highest level of certification and continue training, making it one of the most awarded and decorated companies in the industry. Career opportunities are available now for technicians in Birmingham and Santa Rosa Beach, Florida. Join the AVX team by contacting them at avxinc.com. 
Gary Burley here for Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. As a 10-year National Football League veteran, you can imagine my surprise being diagnosed with cancer and starting chemotherapy treatment back in 2014. I suffered from a lot of pain and offered up prayer during those days as I made it into remission. But I developed neuropathy. Anyone that suffers from this condition knows the pain is excruciating. Nerve numbness and tingling along the tissue that won't heal. I tried everything for relief, folks, until my wife suggested I call Dr. Williford of Williford Chiropractic and wellness. I called at 205-909-7373 and scheduled an appointment. After three treatments, I began experiencing relief that I haven't had in years. If you're suffering from neuropathy, I suggest you reach out to Dr. Williford and his great staff at WillifordChiropracticAndWellness.com. Williford Chiropractic and Wellness. Give them a call at 205-909-7373. Balance your brain. Balance your life. Hi, it's Jay Barker. I want to tell you about my good friends Craig and Keith at Birmingham Broker. Go online at bhambroker.com. That's bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Got seven kids, man, and we had to sell a lot of cars. And these guys are looking for a lot of inventory. They helped us with all the hassle. No stress for us. They did the process as far as the sales and everything. Handled it all the way through. White glove type service. You'll love it. Again, it's bhambroker.com. Sell your car through bhambroker.com or 205-716-1269. Hi, it's Jay Barker for Siebel's in downtown Homewood, and now's the time to get your special place ready. Come in and let Siebel's design your porch with Kingsley Bait Outdoor Furniture and one of their custom swinging beds. For the great room, you're going to need their Carson Swivel Recliner. Siebel's is the number one Carson Recliner dealer in the country, and Sarah and I, we've got one, and we absolutely love it. Be sure also to check out their famous custom-made beds and bunk beds built by Siebel's and made up with some of their best linens in town. Their staff can truly put your bed together like no other store. You can also follow Siebel's and shop on Instagram and Facebook. And be sure to call or go by their special store in downtown Homewood. The number is 800-448-1962. That's 800-448-1962. And just for listening, go to Siebel'sCottage.com and order anything you want and type in Jay Barker for a special discount code. That's Jay Barker for a special discount code available only to our listeners for a limited time on The Jay Barker Show. Siebel's in downtown Homewood or online at Siebel'sCottage.com. It's Antonio Langham here to tell you about the easiest way to buy your tickets to your next high school game. Have you ever had to wait in line to buy a high school ticket or stop to get cash on the way to the game? There has to be a better way. There is. It's called GoFan. Check out GoFan.co the next time you need a ticket for your high school game. GoFan is easy, fast, and completely secure. You can buy tickets directly from your phone and just show the ticket at the gate. Download the GoFan app or visit GoFan.co now. That's C. Letter O. You see it all around you. Back on the Jay Barker show, Chris Walsh, Lars Anderson, Matt Coulter, Alex Bauman in the studio as well. And, you know, our painters are in the background too. That's that's important on Thursday. If by chance you're just punching the radio or going to your your streaming selection um, announcement today or reporting, the announcement is forthcoming that UCLA and USC will join the Big Ten in 2024. Um, as uh, we continue to talk about this story, I'm I'm wondering here, guys, uh, what are the numbers here? If you go to a big 
go to four from five, what are you looking at per conference? Uh, Chris, I'll, I'll start with you because you're the mathematician here. What is that, like 18 per league? You mean like in, in, in overall numbers, how many schools are going to be, would be yeah, at each conference and, kind of thing? Uh, I, have, I have trouble keeping up. I guess the, the SEC is about to have 16, right? Right. Will 16 be the number for the four conferences coming, or uh, I really am asking it, it, a math question? <laughs> it will be this week. Um, <laughs> I, Good point. I, I think this. I think this is going to spark some. I, I, I think this is going to spark the Big Ten and and the SEC to be. It's it's an arms race. You know, who who can be better? Who's going to get that that biggest TV contract kind of thing? I think those two conferences are going to look at the possibilities of expanding even more. I, I'm going to guess four teams. Um, I think I think the Big Ten's going to have to. I mean, the, 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 you know, they get the important first step. They get USC, they get UCLA. You get those in tow, then you look at getting them some help. You know, another three or four schools that geographically would be a little bit more friendly to them. So, I mean, you're, you're talking Arizona, Oregon, um, Stanford would be very interesting. Um, and then I don't, you know, the SEC just doesn't sit, sit still with this kind of stuff. They're going to be very proactive and they're going to, and, and we'll look for a way to counter this, to make their TV contract even more, uh, lucrative, if you will. And so that, that's where I think it's going to get interesting because a lot of the schools that, that you would think that the big 10 or excuse me, the SEC be, be interested in is, you know, Already, in, they already have those TV markets. You know, say like Miami would be interesting, but do you really need another Florida school when you already have Florida? So uh, there's this is just the beginning, you know. And like we were kind of touched on last time, I think Notre Dame is going to have some very very interesting options coming up. I think the, the, the schools that, that maybe make sense, and we've talked about before. All right, starting to lose some audio feeds here. Yay. Lars, can you pick it up? I'm not sure we got Lars either. I think we lost everybody except for Alex and Matt. And, and Chris Jay and, and Chris. That it's this. There's actually two commissioners in college football. The dude who runs Fox and the dude who runs ESPN. <laughs> because all we're talking about is television markets. Do you guys disagree with that? Yeah, not so much. I think we all agree. It's, it's about the money, though. It's about the money. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, guys, let, let's open this up for just a little roundtable for a second. Um, if, if you had your choice and also just using your common sense, uh, Lars, beginning with you, who would be the two next best additions for the Southeastern Conference? Oh, that is a tough one. Um, I'm sure they will go after Notre Dame. I mean, Notre Dame is uh, uh, the bell of the ball right now, and, and Notre Dame can pick their pick their dance partner. I, I'm with Jay. I think culturally, Notre Dame's a better fit in the Big Ten. 
but um, you you would think uh, that uh, the SEC would be interested in in the in the Fighting Irish, and uh, I, Oregon. You know, um, I, I know it's just it's so outside of the SEC footprint, but you're already going as far west as Austin, Texas, Norman, Oklahoma. Uh, what's the difference between flying out there and adding, you know, an hour and a half more on a, on a plane to uh, to get to uh, Eugene, Oregon and uh, the Nike money and and, um, you know, just expanding everything. I, I, to me, those are the two most uh, alluring schools out there. Now, do they actually fit in the SEC? That's another question. Uh, Chris, you probably have a better idea uh, than I do on this one. I'd be looking very seriously, and this is going to sound a little extreme, at Arizona State and Colorado. That's a Denver market. That's a Phoenix market. And the thing about um, the the Phoenix market and Arizona State is they recruit a lot of their players out of California. So you get that market as well as kind of a bonus. So, yeah, those – that's where I'd be looking. Um, North Carolina has always made sense to me. You know, and the whole thing was, well, they're not going to go without Duke. Well, nobody cares about Duke anymore. You know, that's <laughs> without Coach K. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, but that's just kind of the, the, the brutal truth there. And, you know, it's I think they would love to encroach a little bit more into Big Ten country if there was a school that might really appeal to them somewhere like Ohio or something like that, but I can't think of one. Um, you know, Virginia Tech, one of the one of the Virginia schools might be kind of interesting because that's the DC market. Um, but I if I'm the if I'm the SEC, I'm taking a real strong look at a couple of the, the Pac twelve uh, Pac the Pac schools that are suddenly going to be looking for new partners. Yeah and, and I and I, and yeah, I, I think, think and I think Clemson and Florida State. I mean, Florida State and Clemson. You got Florida State, Florida, which is a rivalry, uh, or it could be. I mean, I know Florida State, Miami is bigger, um, but Florida State's more geographical. Uh, then Clemson bringing them in. You got Clemson, South Carolina, which would be a you know is already a rivalry inside that state. Uh, so you could add those those two. So geographically and just from a name standpoint and brand standpoint, I think those would be two huge additions to the SEC. I agree with you, Jay. That's always what I have thought. But if you're going after television markets, um, you're going to leave Miami behind. But then again, I say that, just, and, and Miami is a huge city, the large market. But I just don't think of them as being college football fanatics. Um, I know right. they got TVs and they got ratings and all that kind of stuff. But just from a personal standpoint, and maybe so much uh, because of uh, the Bowden and the Dabo and, and all of the traditions that those, those two schools bring not to mention the fact that they're within driving distance. Uh, I would think Tallahassee and Clemson would be would be destinations for Matt, but it's all going to come back around to what have we been talking about, guys? Money. All about the Benjamins? All about the Benjamins. We'll soon see. I do worry about the lower-tier schools, um, although, man, in the Big Ten, your lower-tier schools are now starting to get a whole lot more money because of the addition of the Los Angeles markets, right, Lars? And, and, and then vice versa for UCLA and UC, USC. They're gonna uh, their bank their bank just got rolled. 
Yeah, I mean, and you know, I I think this in a lot of ways is a direct response to the SEC adding Oklahoma and Texas. You know, they 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 shot the the, the 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 they fired the first shot over the bow, so to speak, and this is the Big Ten's response, and it's an impressive response, got to say, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, we have, I think. One thing we can say, we've officially entered the era of super conferences, right? It just now, it's a, it, Jay, it, it's becoming a game of musical chairs. And you you don't want to be uh, not sitting in a chair when the music stops, because that means you may get left out of being in one of these, you know, two, three or four super conferences. And 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 I, like I said, I, I really think your vision that you've articulated for over a decade of, uh, of, of how everything should be set up. I really think that is starting to crystallize more so now than ever. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I, and again, it's the TV contracts are getting so big and, you know, we're going to see uh, Chris, what is it? The sec will almost triple. Will they not with the new TV contract coming up with ESPN and um, I think going from over a hundred million to almost over 300 million. It's something like that. It's I honestly I don't remember the details, but I mean I don't even know whether whether ESPN's even bothered to renegotiate because the everything's changing like so fast. Yeah, so the SEC signed a new three hundred million dollar deal with ESPN last year that gives the network rights to all SEC football games starting in twenty twenty four. Expected to bump the conference's annual distribution to its members to sixty eight million dollars. Thanks to Josh Smith, our producer, for putting that up on our Bama Insider Live. Facebook live page and YouTube page. So uh, we appreciate uh, that. But um, yeah, $300 million, huge increase for them. All right, guys, uh, real quick round the table. Who's the better uh, network host? Would you rather have Fox or ESPN? Lars, you're on, you're on deck. Oh, why do I have to go first on this one? Uh, I've really enjoyed Fox's coverage. It's been a breath of fresh air. So I'm, I'm going to go Fox. Okay. I'm going to stay with ESPN. They've, they've been good to the uh, SEC. They've been a great partner. The SEC network is part of that. So, um, yeah, I, I agree, though. I think Fox does a terrific job. They've stepped in and really filled a void there. And uh, with their, you know, what's it called, the big the big show or whatever it is, they have it at noon and or right before noon in the, the big kickoff game. I think they've done a great job of, of helping out with the big uh, the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. But um, I, I stick with this, uh, ESPN. Chris Walsh. I got I got to go ESPN and because I'm a little bit more of a traditionalist and I remember when Fox had the BCS how bad it was. I mean it was really bad. So I'm glad that they've upped their game and I hope they keep bringing it but I I'm definitely more of an ESPN guy. Well, you know, and in terms of of reach, Fox still has OTA stations and I know I'm getting on a deep television dive here, but I in, in overall, who reaches more homes is probably pretty much a tie. So that being said, I'm probably going to lean in the direction of ESPN. But Lars Anderson, appreciate you sticking up for Fox. Rupert Murdoch has a special Christmas present just for you. <laughs> now, in, in order to con- complete our survey here, we're going to ask the lady uh, with the paintbrush behind me. Alex, if you'll run out there and ask her Fox or ESPN, obviously. I'm just kidding. We'll take our final break, and when we come back, we'll go to AAA. Alex Bauman is in the studio with us. Uh, We'll take a break from all the Big Ten, UCLA, USC talk and uh, just take a different dive. There's Alex. Alex, wave at all your fans. 
Hey, hey, Alex. You, you, you've heard him. Now you can see him. Alex Bauman, Triple A coming up. You're listening to The Jay Barker Show, live from the AVX Studios in downtown Birmingham. Roll Tide, the best sports talk, period. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A mixture of clouds and sunshine this afternoon with scattered showers and storms around through the evening hours. The high today, 89. Tonight's low, 71. Tomorrow, partially sunny. Scattered showers and storms developing again by afternoon. The high, 88. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 86 degrees in Tuscaloosa. we get to Alex's awesome antidotes wanted to uh, give another shout out to our media brethren at al.com for the piece they did on Miss Cherry um, dial it up on weather device go okay uh, Alex joins us uh, most every day with three stories that might certainly going to be outside of the Big Ten news what do you got Alex uh, Monty Bates uh, former number one high school basketball recruit is transferring to Eastern Michigan he played at Memphis last season after reclassifying. Uh, played 18 games, averaging 9.7 points, 3.3 rebounds. Uh, he missed a lot of the season with a back injury and didn't appear in the Memphis's two tournament games. Okay. Uh, the last time Eastern Michigan was in the news was when uh, Charlie Batch, uh, who was a former NFL QB and Eastern Michigan alumni, uh, tweeted, Game Above Capital would pay $1 million for USC's quarterback, Caleb Williams, to play football for, the tem- for them. Okay. All right. Uh, Batch played for the Lions, I think, for a while. Pretty decent quarterback. But, um, so Little Penny loses his guy. guess that's it. What's next? The Spurs uh, trade all-star point guard to Jonte Murray to the Hawks for three first-round picks and Danilo Gallinari. All right, Lars, you're the NBA guy. Is that big news? Did we lose Lars? Hey, he's just muted. Hey, muted. <laughs> All right. okay. You know, I, I was muted, but I, I didn't mute myself. Somebody else muted me, so I, I'm not I'm not falling on my sword for that one. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's a lot of uh, that's a lot of draft capital to give up uh, for one player, three first round picks. Um, but hey, if that one player can can put you over the top, then it, then it's worth it. But uh, I don't know if I would have pulled the trigger on that move. All right, Alex, I know you're an NBA guy. Your thoughts on it? Uh, I think it helps uh, Trey Young a lot. Uh, if you saw watch the Miami Heat series of this past playoffs, the Hawks had no offense outside of Trey Young. And when Jimmy Butler or P.J. Tucker was on him, there was nobody scoring. So I think it alleviates pressure off of him. All right, pressure's on Chris Walsh because the last story is for him to react to. All right, the uh, Federal Communication Commission Commissioner, uh, Brendan Carr called for Apple and Google to remove TikTok from app stores. Really? Uh, some of the quotes he said are, TikTok is not just another video app. It harvests swaths of sensitive data that n- new reports show are being accessed in Beijing. 
Are you conspiracy theory on that deal there, Chris Wall? That's where the SEC needs to expand, China. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok, you don't stop. Yeah. Uh, hey, I, I've, Jay, Jay and I have talked about this. Like, If, if you go down the rabbit hole of TikTok, you can uh, burn about three or four hours pretty easily. <laughs> no, there's no doubt. Hey, I think I see Mr. Miyagi out there now painting the uh, wall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See if we can get him to <laughs> see if we can get him to do what what is it stance that Alabama's yeah, yeah. now doing in the end zone? That's right. Um, exactly. Um, hey, I saw uh Josh put a great uh stat up for us on, on our uh, Twitter or I'm sorry, our text text feed and um so Alabama had just shy of forty million viewers in the CFP games, twenty two point five six million against Georgia and sixteen point six four million against Cincinnati. Uh, 40 million viewer, viewers, that's huge. And for your brand, for your popularity, and especially for those NIL-type deals, I'm sure that's the type of numbers that um, when you're recruiting a kid out of high school, you're going to show them the type of visibility you get from the brand of the Crimson Tide. Hey, Lars, what does it tell you that Alabama-Cincinnati outdrew by half a million viewers Michigan-Georgia? Boy, that, that it tells me that Alabama has a, a massive following um, because you you just uh, those are two you know blue blood programs and um, and and you know certainly we thought it was going to be a better game. I mean, everybody anticipated Alabama blowing out Cincinnati, which is what happened. Um, and even the uh, you know the uh, Michigan Georgia game was is was prime time seven thirty Eastern, uh, whereas Alabama was uh, in the afternoon and at, at three thirty Eastern. So, bit a bit of a surprise. Oh, Jay, are most of those people watching because they want Alabama to lose, or are the people out west watching because they want? <laughs> you know, is it a win or lose situation? Because I think a lot of people watch Alabama hoping to see them get bumped off. Yeah, and I think Cincinnati was such a great story, too. I think people did want to see the underdog and watch and see whether or not uh, they could pull off the upset, but uh, not able to do it. Alabama able to get back to a rematch with Georgia. National championship didn't work out, but um, they got a great team coming back this year, and it's going to be fun to watch. And, uh, man, it's going to be fun to watch Chris this Walsh. conference championship. Again, the USC and UCLA move to the Big Ten will be huge. How do people follow you, Chris, real quick as we wrap up? Uh, Bama Central got tons of stuff on, on our site today. Come check us out, please. Have a great day. Thanks, guys. Hi, this is Wes McCall.